Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. We're your happy hosts, Amy and Madeline, best friends who work hard and hustle harder. We believe to be happy and healthy in your work, you need to be happy and healthy in your life. We combine health, well-being and business with a fresh perspective to share the stories of normal people with inspiring lives. From leading entrepreneurs to athletes, models and artists, together we delve deep into their journey to success to find out why health and well-being is at the core of their philosophy. Whether you're looking for advice and guidance for leading your best life, an engaging, easy-to-digest pep talk, or a boost of healthy enthusiasm to fuel your health and wellness goals, the Healthy Hustlers podcast is your go-to for kicking ass in work and play. We had the pleasure of interviewing Leah Itzinas, and in an instant, it was clear that this power woman does not hide in the shadows of her sister Kayla. Leah, a self-taught creative cook and author, is on a serious mission in the kitchen to show people that being healthy is not hard. We chat to Leah about her journey, her food philosophy, and why restricting yourself will not help you in any way, how self-belief is crucial, and the importance of living a balanced lifestyle. This is Leah Itzinas. Hi, Leah, and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. No worries. It's very exciting um, for all our listeners. We actually, you're one of the first people we contacted and we've been talking for a few months now. Um, so it's so exciting to have you on board. We were like so, so excited when we got your email saying you were keen. So I was actually at my grandma's house and I read the email and I ran outside and I called Amy and I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. I'm like, I'm so like annoyed that it's taken this long to get on, but it's like it's so good now. Finally, we're we're here. So we're here. <laughs> yes. So let's kick off by hearing about your happy place. Where do you go to unwind and reconnect? Oh, it's I like I love obviously I love cooking, and I think that does bring me to a big happy place. But um, other than cooking, because that's kind of like the normal answer that you probably expect from me. <laughs> um, I think like I go to unwind either at the beach I love going for long beach walks I don't know what it is about just being there like I could walk on the street and ha- not have the same feeling as walking like by the ocean or at the gym and I think that's probably a typical answer as well but both of them yeah awesome I love that don't worry most people say the beach it's nice it's yeah and happy place too but I just love it so like oh it's so nice I love it yeah. So true. So you're 23 years of age and an uber successful businesswoman. Can you please take us all the way back and give us a little sneak peek into Leah growing up? <laughs> little Leah. Um, <laughs> I was a, I don't know, I think I was, I think I was a good kid. My mum would probably like disagree, but I, was, <laughs> um, I think like growing up, I guess like when I, throughout my like childhood, I was, um, you know, always like happy, go lucky, friendly. Going into high school is when i became a little bit like a bit of a ramp, bit of rebel. But yeah, I don't know. I think I was good. <laughs> I'm a good kid. I don't know. <laughs> That's good. And what kind of activities and that would you do as kids? Were you outdoors, outdoor kids or were you? Yeah, well, like exactly. My mum would never let us sit in front of the TV for more than like 10 minutes. She would literally lock us outside and be like, go play. Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? So like we were kind of like forced to um, go outside and play, I guess, like ride our bikes and whatever. But 
we used to have a little, um, and I'm going to say basketball court, but it's not a basketball court. It's like a pa- couple of pavers with like a basketball ring. Um, and we used to, just used to play around that. And I used to climb these massive tree we used to have out the back and um, freak everyone out so I wouldn't be able to ha- get down. I'd be able to get up and knock <laughs> down. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I think we used to do that. And we used to, I used to cook with mum a lot, actually. And so when she did let us inside, <laughs> I used to cook with her. Um, and my sister would be outside with my dad. And, yeah, I guess that was basically our hobbies and because we you know grew, grew up in a massive greek family we'd always have people over cousins I have like 50 cousins in like <laughs> 50 different places so yeah we would always be around people and always be like a you know a load of people and lots of fun awesome so talk us through your journey from high school through to where you are now high school was a bit of a funny one i like i love it i love every single bit of my high school was so much fun. But um, I think that I used to do um, a lot of cooking with mum maybe year eight and year nine. So I was about maybe like 15, 16. And then when I sort of, and I used to love, love that, it used to be my favourite thing to get home, cook everyone dinner and like, you know, we'd all eat and I'd be so excited. But then when I got to maybe like 16-ish, and a half, I was like a bit too cool for my mum. Like I didn't want to hang out with her after school. Like I wanted to go with my friends into the city. So like I stopped doing that and I kind of like, lost all passion for that and didn't and I you know I stopped eating I started eating terribly I don't want to swear but eating terribly like eating McDonald's every day and all that um and then um I went into the end of year 12 I decided to do a bachelor of teaching in uni did that for one year and I hated that and then I changed to sports oh no it's not sports science health science is how long it's been oh my god um health science and then um I did I dropped out of that because I just really didn't like it and I had no idea where to go from that so I guess like my schooling years were great and then I had no idea so it's like it's a bit of bit of a roller coaster today your mission is to help people make simple quick and delicious meals and in turn help build creativity and confidence in the kitchen where did this passion come from um, well, I think the passion of cooking has been throughout my entire life. Like I've always loved it. So that um, the cooking and all creativity has always been there. But I guess the passion came from, you know, building people's confidence in the kitchen and changing people's lives in that way kind of came from um, after I, after year 12. Um, once I you know dropped out of uni, I did a personal trainer's course. So I did personal training for three years and only just quit like a couple months ago. But I was training my clients and they had, like, you know, lots of, like, food issues and I would um, train them and then I would give them recipes that they could make. And, you know, I, I would just, like, remember this one client coming to me and she's like, I really want to meal prep, but I hate sweet potato and I hate rice and I hate chicken. And I was like, okay, so, like, you can make so many other things. Like, that's, that's the, like, the most simple thing ever. Like, let's do this. And then she came back and she's like, oh, my God, I cannot wait till lunchtime. And we had, that was, like, a breakthrough for her because she would just skip lunch because she didn't want to eat it because it was just too too hard for her. So then... I guess that passion kind of like sparked in me that like my clients were getting happier and I could see them smiling and changing their lives and eating and they were happier. And I just kind of like that is like the best feeling knowing that you're changing someone's lifestyle with something so simple. Um, So I guess that passion kind of just grew from there and I just did it over three years and I decided like this is where I want to go. That's awesome. And so tell us what you're doing now. Tell us about your career. Well, now I guess like I'm a full-time online, um, I don't even know how to explain it, creative cook. I do recipes. I do um, cookbooks. I've got um, spices and bake mixes and all that kind of stuff. And I just want to be like a, a place that people can come to and they can know that they're going to get 
an amazing recipe and it's going to make them feel so good. So like that for me is something that I'm super excited about. Um, and I've got, you know, like things on the side, but that's my main focus. Like everything comes back to that. Like I want to help people and I want to make sure that they're, they're eating and they're happy. So yeah, that's what I guess I'm doing full time now. <laughs> it's a bit of a weird one. I love how vibrant and colourful your Instagram page is. You've always got beautiful, delicious meals that you're showcasing on there. And I know that whenever you need some inspiration, you can quickly look at your page and get some in yeah. about 30 seconds. Yeah, well, that's, that's the goal. <laughs> so you've openly spoken about drinking soda and eating fast food until you suffered from glandular fever, which left you physically exhausted for months. Can you talk us through the time in your life and your first steps towards changing and dieting yeah um like so well I obviously never dieted but I just changed my entire like lifestyle I think when after year 12 um because I was like I said like I you know I took off my mom I didn't want to um didn't want to cook with her anymore I just I started eating really badly like I used I tell this story and everyone laughs but I don't know why but it's actually really grossly funny but I used to have sushi because I used to think this is healthy to have sushi every day which was amazing but then I would go next door to the sushi place and get um kfc popcorn chicken and then i would take the salmon and stuff out of the sushi and put the popcorn chicken inside <laughs> and then i'd eat that and i was like this is amazing it's so healthy and then everyone was like what are you doing but anyway um so that was like my diet for months and months and months um and then obviously when i was 18 i was drinking alcohol and i was like you know doing all that party stuff and i got really sick and i was still working but i would basically be up for work and i would as I finished work I'd be asleep straight away like I would sleep 18 hour days could not get out of bed um and that was purely because I was so tired and run down and eating was not eating what I was eating was not helping and I guess like I kind of had like a realization like I, I think my I think it was my sister who came in my room once and I had been sleeping for like 15 hours and they all thought I was like dying so they came into my room and was she was like what are you doing and I was like oh, I just feel tired she's like you're not doing anything like get up get out of bed we're going for a walk and I was like no no way <laughs> but um she like dragged me out of bed she's like you are literally just sitting there and you're going to sleep yourself to like you just you're not going to do you're not doing anything for yourself like you need to get up and get out of bed and do something you need to change what you're doing because you're just going to be like doing this forever and it's so bad for you and I was like mm, okay whatever mate but then like secretly listen to her <laughs> <laughs> so then um I changed the way I just like I did things small I didn't change things straight away like I you know I stopped trying to eat I stopped eating hungry jacks but I still like KFC and then I would stop eating drinking coke but I drink lemonade so like I would but I would do things really slowly and then I stopped I stopped drinking alcohol together and I still don't drink um and then I guess I did things like I just cut things out that I knew weren't good for me and and then replaced them with like extra goodness so instead of having Hungry Jack burgers, I would come home and I make my homemade burger so I know what goes in there and I make sure that I'm getting enough. So that's kind of the first steps towards it. Um, and then I guess it just tumbled from there because I know that it made me feel better. So I just kept going and going further and further into it all, I guess. That's so good. And I think all of our listeners could take something from that as well because, like, I know when I was in my uni years, like, my diet was my last priority. Like, I was yeah. one of these potato cakes that my best friend and I used to get and no joke they were just like a blanket of oil drenched oil it was so gross and I'm like that's just because we were time poor I had no money and it was like oh well whatever and yeah so I think taking those steps slowly and making those changes gradually is so important and I think you know you can't do it all at once it just becomes too overwhelming and too stressful so yeah I think that's really great advice 
Yeah, exactly. I think that like, you know, all diets work until they don't work because until you can't be bothered doing it anymore. So I think like doing things slowly Mm -hmm. and getting it, you know, getting yourself used to something and then you're like, okay, this makes me feel better. Maybe I'll try a little bit more. And the same with like, you know, something like meal prep, like people, you know, people don't like meal prepping 3000 meals a week. They're like, they do like their breakfast and it makes them feel good. So if you can do like a small thing and then you'll, you'll get used to your lifestyle because you don't want it to be a lifestyle. And it is for me now because I did it really slowly. And I think that's really, really important for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. So what would you say your health and wellness philosophy is now? Now it's all about, balance because i you know i've actually like in my you know health trying to find everything i did um you know when i first started my instagram and my socials i tried to steer clear from pasta and rice because i knew that that was things that people would be like oh my god that's not healthy and i was like oh, i don't want to i don't want people to yell at me like i'll just do things that like i'll just post salads and whatever and now i'm like like whatever and by the way i'm putting the fingers up everyone like, <laughs> like that's not that's not about balance like people need pasta and they need rice and they need all those things that make them feel good and I'm all about having feel good food so obviously having things in moderation and in imbalance but I don't want to restrict myself or restrict anyone that I follows me and make them think that they can't eat something like if they want it they can have it and just move on like if I if I want chocolate yesterday I ate Kit Kat but like I'm over it today like it's fine <laughs> so I think you just have to really take it like every day as it comes and just eat a balanced diet and don't stress like I really want to like I want to stress stress stress-free cooking if that makes sense (laughs) oh my goodness amen sister seriously you just (laughs) like every single thing that I love with food I think it's such a beautiful philosophy and I know yesterday I um stopped at the petrol station petrol station is like my one downfall in life I reckon because in my house I can control what I have and it's like you know I keep everything really clean and I walk in there and I shop at Aldi as well which doesn't um have much like it's not like Coles where you walk in all the brands but I walk into a petrol station it gets me every time and I bought a packet of chips and I just said to myself it's okay I feel like these today and I'm going to enjoy them and tomorrow is a new day (laughs) so it is just allowing yourself it's so much better than stressing over it um definitely so for all the hustlers listening who find cooking a real chore what would be your favorite go-to quick and easy um dinner or lunch yeah either either or i just think that the easiest food and even me to this like i love doing like one tray things like i love throwing things in a tray and then putting it in the oven and then just like fingers yes. crossed hope for the best like you know I mean? <laughs> so it's like the most simple thing that you can do so i love i like chicken bags because you can cook the veggies in the chicken at the same time and it comes out and it's just ready for you. you don't have to do basically anything um or something like a like a quick and easy like healthy stir fry like you add some rice your veggies a bit of chicken if you want it and then you're good to go that's just so simple but it tastes so good that sounds awesome for a mum like me who's really busy all the time you can quickly chuck things on one pan or throw it in on you know make a quick stir fry yeah. and you've got a healthy meal it doesn't have to be difficult it can be quick easy and delicious yeah, and especially the cleanup for mums as well. Like you want to be running around cleaning up your after like little toddlers. You don't want to be cleaning up all these dishes, like a hundred different dishes. So like one tray things are like my jam right now. <laughs> and I don't have yeah, but still, I'm just gonna like claim it. <laughs> Perfect. Now we want to shift gears a little more and focus on your business. You are the author of two cookbooks. You have your own product range of mix mixes and an online hub that provides your community 
recipe with quick and easy meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, turning your love and passion for food into a thriving business. What have been your biggest learning so far and what advice would you give to someone wanting to turn their passion into a full-time business? I guess my biggest learnings, I think every single day there's something new, but um, I guess that you have to trust the process and trust what you are doing and really believe in yourself. Um, that's one thing I really struggle with every day and even to this day I still struggle with it. Um, it's really hard to think that your, your stuff is good and I don't know if that's just me or if it's everybody else, but um yeah I think that that's like one of the biggest things so far that I'm like you need to believe in yourself and believe in what you're doing otherwise like people won't believe in it if you don't believe in yourself people aren't going to believe in you um so that's one of the biggest things that I would say um but advice to anyone to give um for someone to turn their passion to full-time business is figure out your why first and then I guess, like maneuver everything that you do around that reason. So my why is obviously to help people and to make people, to change people's lives. And I really want to create ease and convenience and stress-free cooking. So every recipe that I do, like I always think like, does this tick the boxes? Is this an eight hour like ingredients from Narnia recipe? Like this isn't going to go on my website. So like I need to like make sure everything goes around that why. So that's what I would think of. And then I guess research, read listen to podcasts listen to this podcast <laughs> but i guess you, ha you have to do you have to research you got to do it yourself because no one is going to be there for you to hand it on a platter so like my partner works with me full-time now and he every morning he gets up at 6 a.m he reads for an hour and these books i have not i can't even like even read the first sentence because they're too difficult but like <laughs> he listens to like like motivational people he puts himself in a position where he can learn every single day so I guess that's like an advice that you, if you want to turn your passion into full-time business, then you need to like really be passionate about learning because it is a massive learning curve in every single way. Yeah, that's so inspiring. And we definitely believe that everybody does struggle with their own inner critic and mm -hmm. struggles to really believe in themselves sometimes. Do you have any ways to deal with your inner critic when, when it's firing and telling you that, oh, I'm not good enough? Do you have anything that you do to get you out of that negative mindset? I like this. I've actually struggled with this for so long, but now it's like you keep it on the inside. But if I say to my, like, if I say to my partner now, if I'm like, you know, Mitch, like, this is really shit. I'm so scared. Like, I don't like this. I, I look, I look, you know, I look bad in that video or something. He'll be, he'll just then look at me and be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and, then, and then we'll talk <laughs> about it. And then it makes me feel better because he is at least like, because that inner, like, I guess, inner insecurity is ridiculous. And it's always going to be like, other people look at you completely differently. And you think yourself, because you're your harshest critics, as soon as you open up and you talk to someone about it, they can really talk you down and be like, what do you mean? Like, why do you think you look like that? Like, what's going on? Like, and then they will, then you're like, oh, okay. And by the end of the conversation, I'm like, man, I look snatched in that room. Like, whatever. Like, like, he said, like, so you just, like, for me, I have to talk about it. Otherwise, I will keep it in and I will sit there and it will, like, fester and fester and I'll get more and more upset about it. So as soon as I get in every morning, I'm like, right, guys, team meeting, I'm going to complain. And everyone's like, okay. Like, so, like, for me, opening up is like the biggest so with so many projects on the go at the one time how do you nurture your creative side with your business savvy side well like for me i am i am the creative of everything that we do like most of the stuff all the recipes and all that i'm the most the creative of it and i do all the photos and stuff but for the business side i'm good but i know that like my partner is better at it and i just we like we just basically 
I like literally leave him. I'm like, Hey, look at this email and reply. Like <laughs> I don't want to do it. So I just like hand everything off to him because I know that with me, like I'm like, Oh, do everything for free. Blah, blah. And you know, like obviously business is about money and profits and all that. But I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Here you go. Like you can have it and you can do with it. So like for me, like I nurture my creative side by letting me do the creative stuff. And then like, you know, my business savvy side, I give my opinion where it's needed, but I also like make sure that I know that I'm not the only businessy person in the room. So I let everyone's opinions come in and then we decide from there. So I'm like, I'm not, yeah, I just, I'm a pen. I'm a pen off to people is what I do. <laughs> I think that's, that's such smart. an important point. Yeah. As well to just show that, you know, surround yourself with the people that you need and always be, you know, willing to ask for help and yeah. Because it's, it yeah. is so important and people get quite scared of it or think that, you know, maybe they're failing because they don't know the answers. But it's like we're all talented at different things. We have our own strengths yeah. and our own weaknesses. And I think it's really important to own both of those, your strengths and your weaknesses. Yeah, like that's the thing like with, like with us right now. Like we've just hired like a, an amazing marketing assistant and her and Mitch just sit there um, and talk about these things that I have no idea about. And I literally just look at them like, <laughs> I sit there and laugh. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Whatever you just said went correct, like right over my head. So as long as you guys are doing well, like I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Like don't talk to me. <laughs> and they're like, they're, they're sitting there watching these podcasts and I was listening to these podcasts, watching these videos. And they're like, do you want to come watch? And I was like, no, do you want to come eat this pasta? No, like, <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I think like with, with, I think with business that you have to leave your ego at the door and know that you're not the best person in the room. You have to like either like let people in and do what yeah do what you're good at it's just like you, you need to play by play at your strengths that's how you that's how you grow so good so do you have any daily self-love practices literally like my team meetings in the morning when I complain about everything <laughs> um no I actually do I do have like I love a good bath I love a bath that I sit there and I listen to a um a pot not podcast um an app it's called calm and it's like a really popular app and I listen to it every like it's just like it's like 10 minutes and it's just something that I just do just to like calm myself down and then I can just like I think and you there's on the app there's um different topics that you can do like how to deal with anxiety how to deal with stress and then it takes you through seven days of that and I really like that that for me like I really like that's sort of my like self-love sort of thing because I like get to like calm down and then like think about things other than like morning meetings Oh, I love that. I'm seriously downloading that straight after this. Do it. It's so good. It's seriously so good. Yeah, I'm excited. I really need that in my life at the moment. There's a bit too many, too much going on. It's a bit hectic, so I need some calm. Um, can you talk us through your day? I'd love to get an insight into, you know, as a business owner and you're wearing a lot of different hats at times and probably different expectations of, um, you know, with being a blogger or an influencer as well as yeah. a businesswoman. Can you talk us through your day and how that looks? Um, so it, it has been absolutely nuts. But now that we've got um, Hannah there, the, the marketing girl, she's super helpful in all the stuff that we do. But basically every morning I will get up in the morning early, go for a walk, get my head clear. And then um, I go straight to my content calendar and I find out what I'm making that day. Well, I've already done it. I've, I obviously wrote it, written it in, but I um, see what I'm making that day. And then I go straight to shops, grab the ingredients and literally start cooking. And then with the, with my, like with Mitch and Hannah, we, we basically have meetings every like hour, hour and a half just to like tee up, see what we're doing. Um, some days I'll sit on the computer all day and edit because I do all my photos, editing and videos myself. Um, and 
I don't know. It's, it's, it, is, it is a stress when it, you do learn to juggle your many hats as long as you have those things in place, like your like the Calm app or like your morning meetings where you can complain. I feel like you can, you can deal with it. Um, but again, like with the asking for help thing, I think that you like for me now, I ask for help in every like 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, someone help me, someone help me, someone help me. But like, um, yeah, I think that's important. But yeah, that's my day. It is busy. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not going to lie, you said you've got like the dream job for me. I would love to be in the kitchen cooking every day. Sounds like absolute heaven. <laughs> it is good. It's good. Like my poor, poor Hannah, actually, she's like amazing, but she's like, she's obviously she's vegan. And I'm like, literally I'm cooking and I'm looking at her and she's just smelling this like chicken teriyaki. And I'm like, I feel so bad because we're all in one little space. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, Hannah. And I'm like, do you want some? And she's like, Leah, no. I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've actually been thinking about trialing plant-based and like at the moment I'm like carbs all the way, love, you know, eat yeah. kind of everything. I'm a bit funny with chicken and pork, but I'll still eat it if it's served to me and I've been thinking about going plant-based. But then I think about um, my fiancé is half Italian, so when we go to his mum's, like, well, she's actually Australian, but just the best cook. She's better than the Italians, <laughs> I say. Yeah. Um, but honestly, the feasts are so good, and I'm like, can I actually really do this to myself? Am I, like, being smart here? <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I went vegetarian. No, vegetarian. I wouldn't say vegetarian. I ate tuna a lot, so probably not pescatarian, I guess. Um, but I did that for two and a half years. And my whole family, like, I'm the most Greek person you can ever meet. Like, <laughs> and my entire family was literally just, like, looking at me like, I am an outsider. Like, who are you? And I was like, oh, it's so – but and then they ended up getting used to it. They ended up making me, like, little fish things at the, at the parties. But I still was, like, shunned by my grandparents, like, every day. <laughs> That's so funny. And what made you go back to eating a normal diet? I guess you call it normal. I, like – yeah, well, I met yeah, a normal diet. I, I met Mitch and he was like, let's go for dinner. And I kept having to be like, sorry, I should not eat that. And he was like, no, I'm fine. Like, whatever. We just went to go have sushi every two seconds. But then he, like we used to make these, we, and we do, we make these homemade burgers and I like, I love them. And I made them for him and I just looked at them and he was like, just have a bite. Like you'll be fine. And I was like, and I literally made the whole family turn around. So they wouldn't stare at me while I was eating it. I'm like, not even kidding. Everyone was looking at the walls. And I ate some and I was like, oh, shit. And then that was it. <laughs> After that, I was like, no, nah, I'm sorry. I can't do it. I'm going to go back. So then that was literally it. That was the last time I ate fish. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, I actually went pescatarian for quite a while and I felt really good. And I don't crave meat like I used to. I was like four times a week kind of person, like way too much. But, yeah, so that's where I'm like, oh, maybe I can toy with plant-based, but there's just so much good food. I'm like, oh, am I really limiting myself? Yeah. There's, so there's really good space. food in plant-based as well. There's really, yeah, there's really good food in plant-based, but it's like you have to really think about what you are eating because there's a lot of things you don't know have stuff in it. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's, there's crazy stuff. But, I, I like, now for me, I would pick fish over meat any day. Like, I really don't like it. So I'm not, like, a big meat eater, and I, like, my steak needs to be like incinerated if I even before I even eat it. Like it cannot have any sort of redness. So like I'm really not a meat eater. <laughs> so you live and work from home. How do you balance this? And do you have any kind of rules or boundaries that help you your day go to plan? Nope. No. <laughs> like I wish I could say I did, and I wish I could be like I'm so organized. But like no. And my kids, my my house like is so open to everyone. Everyone comes in. There's people living here all the time. Like and. I I don't know, there's people here all the time. So they all come out the back. Like we have a big studio out the back. We've built it. Um, and people just come in and out. Like it's the biggest, like, 
hilarious family home. Um, so there is no boundaries because Greek people don't have boundaries. And um, <laughs> but I can't like for now. Like we're about to like probably outgrow the space we have now. So for now, I'm good with just being like a little family area until we move into a big space as like an office. I kind of like that vibe of like everyone can just come in. But yeah, there's definitely no boundaries. I really can't say there is. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I love the sound of that. <laughs> We think that family connection and connection in general with people is the most important thing in life. So you've definitely got a great balance there. Mm, totally agree. Like if my, I like I can I can always say like with my mum, my mum helps me every single day cooking and stuff. Like she does most of like the cooking, the prep work for my recipe. Um, if I didn't have her, like she was, she took seven weeks off work and she only works two days at um, a school she took seven weeks off and then she went back the other day and I actually almost melted into the ground I was like I don't know what to do without you like I need, no. I need my mom. I literally need my mom I need my every like I need my grandparents like I need everyone so like I'm such a family so family orientated now we just have some final questions before we wrap up today's chat what does success mean to you it's such a hard one because you know people always think that like success means money and it means like how much you can earn in a certain year or whatever but for me like money aside I think that success means like how much you can impact someone else's life in a good way like that's and that's probably that's probably like a typical and like silly like not silly answer but typical answer but I honestly feel like if you can change someone else's life with what you're doing and doing like for the for the better then that is the most most success you can ask for so good what would be your top tip for achieving ultimate health I guess back to what we kind of said before like taking things slow eating balance really being in tune with what your body wants and like I guess being like being a friend to yourself like in your when when you eat you know if you're eating something bad don't think it's bad think it's like you know this is just what I want today and that's what I'm going to do and I think once you can really achieve that sort of like balance in your life and that is ultimate health because you will always be happy with what you're doing it's really <laughs> important to be kind to yourself we need to be our, our own best friend i think exactly yeah that's a, yeah exactly exactly and so what advice would you give to your younger self i always like are these questions good because i like it um like, and i wouldn't say like i wouldn't want to give me any advice because i love the learning process that i did go through but i think the one thing that i would have liked to have he- heard or like you know I still struggle with it now is believing in yourself like stop thinking that someone like even if, if that person is better at you at something like you can still do something really well like it doesn't it just I don't know I just think the believing yourself thing is so important for people these days and for me especially I still need to take that advice so my younger self and myself now is to believe in yourself yeah, I think that's such nice advice. And, and we, you know, we do hear that a bit, but we say it to each other quite a bit as well. And it's, you know, you, I think when you're younger and stuff, it's being confident in yourself isn't always looked upon as the best approach. So it's almost yeah. like you start getting that self-doubt from such a young age. But yeah, I think, you know, we're all just so capable capable of achieving so much if we really put our mind to and we want to. So yeah, I think, you know, it's not about how smart you are or how, what you did in school. It's just about that belief in yourself and knowing what you can actually achieve. Exactly. Like for me, like now I'm, I'm only now like with, you know, Hannah and Mitch, that for me is like, I feel like a bit of like, you know, sometimes when they talk, I'm like, I don't understand anything you're saying. So does that mean I'm dumb? Like, no, because 
they don't understand how like I just cooked six meals in 20 minutes like like yeah. you know what I mean like you we're, we're good at our strengths and like you have to believe like you know that does you know smarts isn't important you know how good you can draw isn't important if that's not what you like if that's not what you want to do or what you're good at like just believing in what you are good at and really like I guess like having your own drive I guess definitely and I feel like if you are believing in yourself so much the rest comes to you when you figure it out along the way <laughs> it's always, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. totally agree with that so our final question before we wrap up our chat today what would be the best meal you have ever eaten oh my god <laughs> um do you know what I have this curry place that is around um like our area and it is the best curry you ever eat so that plus like garlic and cheese naan dipping it in the sauce i literally get um beef korma with no beef in it just so i can dip the naan bread in the sauce <laughs> um but that's probably the best meal i've ever eaten and we have it like every like second week so like i'm very I'm very excited about that <laughs> and i know i said that was the last question but i'm actually dying to know what as a fellow foodie what does a day on your plate look like Oh my god, it changes every single day because I obviously cook so much every single day. But um, oh, in the mornings I usually have maybe like toast with avocado and feta on top with all these like nuts because I really like them. Um, I usually go out for breakfast because we usually have like little team meetings out at breakfast. But I usually have like pizza toast. Um, and then I have fruit all day. Like I have, I just had an orange, and then I have like had four passion fruits yesterday. Whoops. Um, but then for lunch, usually I cook whatever I'm making. So it's usually like a stir fry or a bit of pasta or a bit of like, I guess like chicken bakes or anything like that. Whatever, literally whatever I make, I have to eat. Otherwise I feel bad. And then afternoon I'll have a smoothie with my coffee in like coffee in my smoothie. And then for dinner, I had creamy chicken with rice. It was just so good. So yeah, my, it just changes every single day. I can never stick to one thing. I'm not one person to like meal prep because I can't. <laughs> can't eat the same thing yum yum well it sounds delicious to me <laughs> Leah thank you so much for chatting to us I've absolutely loved getting to know you and um yeah it's been awesome we hope we get to meet you in person sometime soon I know yes. we'll make it happen <laughs> yes we'll make it happen but thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it and I can't wait for everyone to hear it thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed today's episode make sure you leave us a five-star review and subscribe so you can keep up to date with our new episodes each week for a dose of weekly happy healthy news you can subscribe to our newsletter via our website at thehealthyhustlers.com until next week make sure that you're investing in yourself to keep the hustle healthy